Warning! Warning! What you are about to hear may shock and disturb you. Extracted from the dusty depths of the cutting room floor deep within the TMWNB laboratories comes this special bonus episode consisting of excised tissues from a previous episode of The Man With No Brain. Listen if you dare! One last employment-related question for you. Oh, okay, okay. Do you see a point at which you feel even you, Joe Buckley, will eventually have to get a job in this moment? Um, no, I mean, I'll I'll get a job eventually. I mean, right now I'm uh, I'm essentially just waiting for a lot of the COVID type stuff to be over. I mean, right now, no, I mean, they're Joe, they come extended. On, come on. No, no, they've already extended unemployment until November. So, I mean, that's whatever the government what? at the very least thinks that COVID might be over. I've- Till November? No, it's supposed to, it ends uh, Labor Day weekend. No, I've read November. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe uh, that one passed he's, me He's by. back on the computer now. I can hear him. <laughs> I'm, uh, well, I'm just I've, looking. I'm looking for you guys. Okay, but but Joe, I, I don't think you've earned you've earned enough work street cred to say that the only thing stopping you is COVID from getting a job. I think that even after COVID's done and the employment unemployment dries up, I don't think you're going to be rushing to get a job. So my question to you again yeah. is. Do you see the point at which you even think you will have to get a job? Like whether that's uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I understand. I'll have to get a job again eventually. Yes, I'm asking yeah, yeah. for a specific date you think or year. Mm. Like, because I'm assuming what your plan is is you're going to wait until you use up all the money you've just earned over the last year before you get a job. No, no, no. I want to save my cash. Um, okay. I, I mean, it's really, it's really going to depend on uh, what the government says. <laughs> Let's just say that the unemployment dries up Labor Day weekend. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So what? What would you? What? From that point, when do you think you're gonna start looking for a job right after? Um, I would probably start like looking at what's available then after. Okay, but you're not in a rush to get a job. No, I no, I won't be rushing into anything. Okay. Yeah. So. Again, do you think that it's probably going to be when you've dried up all the money you've just gotten? No, no, because I'm good about spending money anyway. I don't really waste my money. Yeah, I get that, but you keep contradicting yourself. You say that it's not because you of the money, but then here you say, well, I'm good at saving my money. So that sounds like the argument is, well, I am going to use the money, and then I'll go get a job. No. Oh, and I, I just saw it's going to be uh, up to 50 weeks now, and that's without another extension. Okay. Well, either way, I, I don't know. But either way, um, you don't. You say you don't want to spend the money that you've accumulated right now in your bank account and that you are continuing to accumulate through the unemployment. But you also say, you know, you're not sure when you're going to get a job, and it depends on the government. What is the lowest? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a number? You don't have to tell us, of course. But do you have a number in your bank account that is your 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 stopping point? Where like, okay, I want because you said you want to keep some of it. You know, do you have a number in your mind where you're like, fuck, I need to get a job now because I don't want to spend any more of what I got. You know, is there a cutoff in yeah, your mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would probably focus on spending less than two hundred dollars a month. And if I can't keep that up, then I would look harder. <laughs> but that's okay. So that yes, fine, that you have a dollar amount that you don't want to go over in your expenditures. We don't know what your total is. That could last you twenty years for all we know. So you don't again, yeah. you don't have to tell us what that amount is. But I think that you could guesstimate when you feel like you need to start kicking things into gear. So yeah. in your because I know you're thinking about it. 
are, does it look like 2022, Joe, before you really start kicking it into gear? 23? Yeah, it could be. It could be. No, it would probably be 2022. Okay. So it's, it's definitely be not this year, though. It's definitely not this calendar year. Looks like it's going to go until November, at the very least. No, are you talking well, about unemployment? Let's say it didn't. Let's say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say it stopped yes. in, oh, in Labor God. Day, and it, it, and you have fifteen grand. I'm going to say it stops on Labor uh, Day, and when it stops on Labor Day, you will have fifteen thousand dollars in your account. In your mind, okay, okay. are you like, okay, once it hits seven thousand, I need to start looking, or once it hits five thousand, left? You know what I mean? If that were the or numbers, it, I'd I'd be seriously looking at like. 13 to 1400 because like i said if i've got money saved up i don't really want to be spending all that money okay so, so once i mean your i would, bank I would account... coast on it for a bit but so why don't so you once look... your bank account hits 1400 then you're like fuck i need a job yeah yeah i think i would start seriously looking okay. for something decent because to you that means you've only got a year left of freedom is that what that means no, no, it's because I've got, now I've got like a decent head start. So it's like, I've got money saved up now. I don't really want to blow through that. So but that doesn't, I'm so confused here, Joe, <laughs> because you, right now, if unemployment dried up tomorrow, right now is the moment where you have the maximum amount of money in your bank account. It's not going to keep going up except for like birthdays and Christmas. So no, then... no, I understand that, but it's like, I got, I got a lot saved up. So it's like, you can, uh. You can afford to be picky for a while. It's completely fine to be picky sure, for a bit. Sure, I don't, I don't disagree with yeah, that. Well, I but totally why understand. drain it? If let's say you have fifteen thousand, why drain it to fourteen hundred just to get a job? Oh, then? oh, if if it's fifteen thousand, it would be fourteen thousand. I'm saying I would take like about ten percent off it. Okay, okay, okay. I get, yeah. I understand that better now because I thought you were just okay. saying literally fourteen hundred, and earlier you said you think you spend about two hundred bucks a month. So that's why I was like, oh. You you you're within a year of being out of money. Then you would do something about it. Yeah yeah yeah. Gotcha. So it's nice yeah. to have money though. It's nice to have that. Yeah, cushion. well, it's, it's nice to have it like saved up. Yeah. Yeah, I, Joe. Believe me, I would love to have fucking money saved up, but I've got a lot of expenditures. Yeah. You know? Yeah yeah. So just you know, don't get used to the idea of the free money, <laughs> because yeah. yeah, this is a this was a once in a lifetime uh, thing. So you also, know. you should just go get like yeah, a yeah. part 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 time job. Go make 200 bucks a month. If that's what your expenditures are, just go make enough well, to not use the money that you have. The the thing of it is, like, uh, so because he's not everybody... He's if he's still getting money in. No, 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 here's the thing. So because Joe, everybody... You have no, you, you, you have no intention of, of looking for a job until you're absolutely not getting any income, right? Yes, yeah. Number one, it's not safe with COVID. Number two, uh, because everybody is desperate for hold workers. Hold on, hold uh, on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. I, I, I hate to keep cutting you off. That's not fair. Mm, but you okay. don't have the vaccine. You're choosing to not get the vaccine. So don't play this card about COVID. Okay, so either COVID is dangerous or it's not dangerous. Either the vaccine is safe or it isn't safe. So don't say that it's about COVID. <laughs> it's not about COVID, well, no, buddy. No, no. No, 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 no. The COVID can still be dangerous, and the vaccine could also maybe not be safe. Those two sure. aren't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fine, but it's not. The the vaccine is fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it could possibly. Yeah, it could one hundred percent be fine. It definitely okay. could. And but so, so you you at some point you're gonna have to make a choice. Either you're gonna oh, go yeah, out yeah. into the world unvaccinated. Well, yeah, actually, fuck risk, you, Joe. You were just at a carnival full, full I... of families, and you weren't wearing a mask. Yeah. So you've just completely undermined your whole argument. And you're a jerk. Well, why, why? Because you weren't wearing a mask and you're unvaccinated. 
So no, no, you, wait, nobody claim, was wearing a mask at the entire carnival. I that doesn't, make, that doesn't mean anything. You're saying that the vac you're saying that COVID is still a problem and you don't feel that the vaccine's safe. Fine. Okay, I'll accept that. But then you walk around without a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's what the government says. The government says that COVID is still an issue. That's why everybody's dealing with it still. So then you don't have to take up that mantle. You're choosing to do that because you feel like that protects you from the argument of or the the point that Joe, you're being lazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy. No, no, your, well, I don't buy your COVID argument for not going to get a job, Joe. Uh, my my second, my gave. second, my second part of the argument <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I acknowledge what you're saying. That's fine. Everybody right can have their though. opinion. Uh, but my second part of my argument is because everybody is desperately clawing for workers at the moment, uh, rates and, uh, like employment, uh, wages are going up, benefits are going up, all kinds of things are getting much better for workers. And that's because people now have the choice of whether to work or not. Okay. Go yeah, on. Yeah. So but I mean, the longer... but, but that's not going to be that way forever. You know, it is going to hit a point where there's enough people now that are working. You may be late to that. That stuff may then start to you know, regress if you're going to wait until next year. Yeah. I mean, I think the longer people as a whole can hold out, I think the better it's going to be for everybody. But Joe, they can't like that. Their, their life is not yours. They have children. They, they're taking care of people and themselves. They need health insurance that they're paying for. So he, here's, here's the real crux of this, uh, this argument that, that you're building here, Joe, Joe, you just don't want to work. It's a, it's not the COVID and that's well, fine. I, I, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have security. Your parents don't ask anything of you. You don't pay for anything. They bring you food. They wash your clothes. Like you're completely insulated from all of this. Fine. That we've got, we've gone over this. We don't need to rehash it again. You just don't want to work until you feel like you don't want to spend your own money anymore. That's really all it is. The COVID aside, yes, technically you could benefit from what's happening now with, you know, the economic and workplace system has been shaken by COVID. You could benefit from that, but you're still yeah. not going to run out to get a job. You're not going to go get a job just because they give you a little bit more money or they give you better benefits. Well, I'm it, saying one, one positive of me holding out is it gets better for everybody else and maybe me in the future. But that's not why you're doing it, Joe. That's what I'm saying. You're not doing that's it. That's one partial. That's one partial reason. It isn't though, Joe. It isn't. It isn't. That, no, it is. I mean, I don't want to work. And also there's a little benefit. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's what it is. It's that you just don't want to work. And that's okay. I'm not going to shame you for not wanting to work. I don't want to work, but I work no. because I have things I want in my life. That's why I work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's, that's all I'm saying is don't, like, if there's one thing that I would love for 21, since we haven't really done anything other than the trial, which was actually recorded months ago. That's a, they've all just been coming out. We really haven't done the man with no brain in 21 very much at all. No. So if there's one thing yeah, I want from yeah, 21 yeah. is I just want you to be honest about it. That's it. I'm not going to shame you for your honesty. I have to stop doing that because at least you're being honest. And I appreciate that. So I can't have it both ways. I can't yell at you and then say, thank you for being honest. So that's my I, job. Yeah. 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 Good cop, okay. bad cop. I'm going to just bust your balls every chance I get Joe <laughs> mm, Buckley. Okay. Okay. I understand. I understand. So don't <laughs> just all I'm going to ask is don't say things to protect yourself from other arguments. Just say the truth. You just don't want to work. You're waiting until unemployment dries up. And then at a certain point, you're not going to want to spend your own money. So you'll go casually look for a job. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. That works out. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's that's it. That, All right. I, there's no. It's not. It's not loaded. There's nothing else beyond it. There's not a trail oh, okay, okay. of punches coming over that it's gonna hit okay, you in I the thought, gut. I thought there might be loaded nachos coming at me, and I don't like those because I don't like sour cream. Joe <laughs> <laughs> Buckley. Well, there you have it. The man with no brain, continuing to dig into that. 
gelatinous lump that sits on top of his neck. And we're just, we're, we're going to, we're finding new things. We're finding new things. But Joe, like I said, one of the things that uh, this phase two of man with no brain is going to entail to a certain extent is there is, there is going to be more activity on your part. I want more experiences. Mm, I've enjoyed okay. talking about this because it's something new. It's something new that you just experienced and we're getting mm-hmm. your ideas and we're getting your thoughts about it and, and filtered through you. And that's also part of the learning experience is putting you out in the wild. We've observed you in a laboratory and your behaviors for a year. Now it's time to go out into the wild a little bit. Now we're going to observe you out in new things. So expect that. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Expect You're saying there uh, might be silence. A, okay. There might be a joking challenge later on this year. A what? Oh, that's uh, that's whenever you stretch your penis out to try to make it longer. Okay. No. So Joe, okay. a case in point to what Ryan was saying. I think that the trial series proved that there is an end game to your ability to make something funny. And mm. yeah, and I'm not saying that it's just you. I'm not saying that everything on about the trial six trial episodes relied on you. You can take that on if you want or not. But I think that especially that last that last episode and we'll talk about this. I think Ryan wants to do a retrospective. Um, but that last episode, <laughs> you and Tad are on fumes. And we, we, we were fortunate enough that we, the art side said from the beginning, we're going to play it straight. We're not yeah, here. I to wasn't like, trying to be funny. Yeah. We just, we're going to take it seriously. We're going to play it straight. So we didn't feel that pressure to, to try and make something when there wasn't anything, but you guys were wringing that dry tile or towel, hoping to get a little drip out of that. And it was just, it was dry as a bone. <laughs> well, I, th- I think Ted was disappointed that I took the plea deal. I think he wanted to really uh, lawyer sure. up. Sure. Yeah. I think the fans are disappointed. Mm, but that's mm, uh, the okay. man with no brain though the fans have got a taste of what we've been getting a taste of for years that's that's mm. the joe buck that's joe buck <laughs> in a fun. nutshell there's a lot of lot of hot air there's a lot of bravado but when it comes time to showing up on time or doing this that or the other joe boo, comes up short mm. that could have been but more sometimes... on brand if we wrote it <laughs> sometimes i give my friends snacks and that's nice of me but Joe, uh, he, you you taking the plea was not giving us a snack because we would have happily run that thing further into the ground. Oh, yeah. But what I will say is like my <laughs> point about the job situation, I appreciate the honesty. You legitimately wanted that all to be over. And not because you yeah, didn't yeah. think it was funny, but because you were done with it. Like you did not like the 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 all of the microscopes uh, <laughs> and eyeglasses that were on you than the telescopes. You were done with it. You wanted to be out from under it. And you did what you thought was best for you. And I appreciate that. Yep. Again, that's good for you that you did what you thought was best for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just saw, I wasn't quite sure, like, what, if you guys had a smoking gun or not, which is why I took it. I mean, Joe, like, it's the smoking gun, I think, with our audience and the people who pay attention to this, it's all in what your own perspective is. To us, yes, we had plenty of smoking guns. But I think you and Tad would have found ways to argue around them because I don't yeah, think that, yeah, yeah. I don't think you guys would have... Now, I'm not going to say you wouldn't play fairly, but I think that you move the goalposts all the time anyway. So it w- yeah. it's nothing new to you. So you well, just would have moved the goalpost. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a member of the debate team in school. Yeah, I can, uh, I can argue with the best of them. Were you really? Well, well. Uh, for a bit, yeah. It was like well, a mixture of like, huh? You never knew this. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. It was, it was like, it was actually, well, it mostly was just trivia, but there was like little debate sections in it. So it wasn't really a debate team, but it was, yeah. Did you ever uh, have to do an argument? Like to debate something then? Yeah, but it wasn't like pre-written. It was just kind of picked like 
random almost. So, but you still had to form an argument. Even you know you had to. I don't want to use the word improvise, but yeah, on the spot you had to devise an argument and argue. So you're saying yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's a skill. That's a skill. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plus, also, I can I can just point out the window and say, "Quick, look at that! That might be Bigfoot," and then I can run out of the room. That's also a skill I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. Joe Buckley. There's Joe Buckley. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Wrong. I hope everyone at home has enjoyed the Ryan Joe mouse tapping and microphone tapping sound show. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fucking hearing. I'm sorry. I could not hear it. I have uh, I have completely uh, voice silent my, uh, uh, headphones, so I can't hear anything at all except for you guys. Are you still? Oh, so you're not. Your voice isn't coming through, but you can hear. No, us. no. I all I can hear is you. I can't hear anything else. Yeah, another again, sign of a again, good broadcaster. Joe, yeah, mm. again, Joe, it's not it, it, it. The microphone sounds whatever. I mean, if you can't hear that when you shift this way, it makes a sound, and then learn not to do that. That's one thing. But you, nobody asked you to click the mouse. I understand. I understand <laughs> you know that. What I'm saying no, 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 his brain asked, you to, asked him to do your, it. Right, pictures. his brain told him he had to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, make make sure the highlight the you. How many downloads did you did you line up before you left? But just it's like only the box set, so it's uh, like seven films and every single special feature. I don't believe you, Joe. I don't believe you. No, that's all I. That's all I need because you can. Um, I've got like a seed box. It's called. So basically, I pay to use somebody else's computer, and it's all on like. Uh, if the FBI wants to go track somebody down, it's all on them, and they're in a different country, so they can't be touched. But like a uh, uh, aspect of that is you can only have <laughs> like you can only grab like seven or eight things at a time. In terms of down active downloading, all the work that you go through just to God. download a movie, like that you won't watch, that you yeah, won't that's, enjoy. That's the part. I'll, I'll check out something from WKW at some point. I want to watch uh, Chunking Express, so I, no, I'll. You know, I'll watch it that. doesn't have to be we want you want you just do it. You just do it, Joe. Just watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's stopping you? What what what's penciled in tomorrow where you can't watch uh, what you want to watch? Pick oh, a title no. and watch one tomorrow, please. Mm, okay. Please. I can maybe do that. Do it. I can maybe Just do, do that. I like you can't even commit yeah. to it. Like that's terrifying. It's two hours. Mm. You've true, got, true. You've got I a can whole do, day I can do of that. nothing planned. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah it, it just really depends. It really depends. Sometimes I get busy on the internet, you know. <sighs> Downloading other movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or chatting with people or just browsing. But you can do that for 16 hours and you just take two two hours to watch something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But sometimes I just get, uh, like, busy. When That's was the last busy. time you watched anything? And what was it? Um, from I completion think I... to completion. That, not from 11 movies. And not from 11 movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just watched something with Tad. What was that? Um... Here's maybe an easier question, Joe. <laughs> How many hours of television and film do you believe that you consume in a given month? Because um, I'm going to guess it's as low as maybe, five. No, maybe like 15 to 20. That is low. Yeah. That, and that's, it, it, that, that's movies and, and, and produced shows, not just videos of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really watch a lot of TV. I watch almost no TV. So let's let's say that you are awake for twelve hours a day. Mm. Sure, sure. So that's for, th- for thirty days, that's three hundred sixty hours. 
So you spend, um, whoop, uh, you spend four percent of your awake time <laughs> watching media. Four point one six percent of your time. I watch, I watch and listen to a lot of media, but it's more like uh, it's podcasts and like uh, YouTube videos and shit like that. Sure, but what is so important on your computer that you literally cannot sit down for two hours? You can't give your attention for to one thing for ninety minutes. What is uh, so enticing it, about the computer? Because we might just have to do a whole episode about this. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, but, it, it really just depends. I, it uh, it depends on uh, Joe, what, it doesn't what depend. kind of mood I'm in at that. No, no, what kind of mood no, I'm in my, at my that point moment. Is, is, my question is about the computer. There's something so okay. enticing about the internet and the, your computer that you literally can't, you can't tell us right now that you'll watch something. You just can't because you know that there's something you want to do on your computer. What is it? Well, the internet is infinite. So it's like browsing, it's uh, checking things out, it's downloading. I mean, I'm making like a whole little archive for myself here. And that's, and that's my whole thing is it's like, you don't care. I, I you know, somebody may, may listen and, and, and think, well, you know, yeah, I watch, I listen to podcasts more than I watch movies, or I listen to music more than I do, or I garden more than I watch movies. But in this case, we're talking about Joe Buckley, who, who his one of his biggest activities is ownership and downloading and of of these movies, and that then he doesn't watch them. And it's just to me, it just you know, as somebody who collects movies on a physical media level, yes, I do have probably thirty or forty Blu-rays that I haven't watched. They're movies I've seen though. Um, or, you know, and I get them from sales and everything and I, I get them to watch down the road because, oh, it's a good buy right now. It's 10 bucks. I'm, I don't necessarily want to watch it right now, but I'm getting it cause it's 10 bucks and you know, down the road, a collection is for a lifetime, but I don't oh, feel yeah, yeah, that yeah. you think that way. I don't feel that you look at a collection being for the lifetime. Like I, just because I bought the Blu-ray doesn't mean I need to watch it today or even a month from now, but I know I want to watch it later on and it's something I, I like and I enjoy. I don't think that you are collecting these movies to ever enjoy them. I think you're collecting them simply to collect them or in your case, archive them. Well, I think I'm like one of those like fat guys who has like a thousand Blu-rays he hasn't watched yet. Cause you uh, like, basically I'm owning everything I could possibly ever be interested in watching right now. But Joe, but you, I, there's no you ever watch here. them. Yeah, you you you're not setting yourself up for. Well, I'll watch. 15, I'll watch some of them. You're not setting yourself up for a 15 year stint of just enjoying cinema. Like I don't I don't know if you're ever going to see them. Like I don't I just don't think you would because otherwise you'd be watching them now. Like, yeah, I mean I'm I'm absolutely sure that there's movies on download that downloaded that I'll just never get to. No, I think it's you won't just watch the most possible of it. interest. I think it's 95 percent uh, because why download something if you aren't interested in watching it yourself? Yeah, that's the crux. Well, of, I do. Of the I do confusion. have an in, I do have an interest in like everything in my plex. It's just uh, is this uh, will this movie slide itself up before the hundred others I'm interested in? Because I went, I went, I popped into your plex the other day before Malevolent Movies because it's the on my plex thing and your name's first, so it almost automatically does that. Um, oh yeah. And I saw you downloaded a couple of the or maybe more because I don't didn't go that deep. Some of the Hammer films. Yeah, I got all the Hammer, uh, all the uh, like Dracula, Frankenstein stuff, all the Universal Hammer stuff. Yeah, and I'm and I, you know, are are you gonna watch them? Uh, any of them? I I will probably watch either Dracula or Frankenstein, and if I like that one, I may move on to another one in that series. Yeah. When do you plan on watching one of those? 
See that that I'm not sure about. Yeah, that's that what I'm I saying. Will, uh, like you, I'll have to get to. But it's yeah. so important that you get those downloads. It's like you you have to get them, but then you're like me. Uh, maybe I'll watch one. I don't know. I just it, uh, that's the part that so that's Joe, just you, all, Joe. And I just can't. I can't. Yeah, all, I don't understand. The three of us are very different people. We're all very different. The closest equivalent to this conversation that I can think of for my own self is I have a tendency to say yes to things when people ask help from me or they want me to do something, especially when it's related to filming things. I say yes to things when 95% of the time I do not want to do it. And <laughs> and because I don't want to do it, I do it poorly and it results in, in, in worse relationships because of it. So through therapy, I've had to sit there and work through that. Why do I say yes to this stuff? I have to answer that question in order to help me say no. My life yeah. will be infinitely better by just saying no. It doesn't make me a bad guy for not wanting to help. It makes me a better person because I'm not going to make it worse for both of us. So I think you need to sit there and think about why do you need to have this stuff, but you don't have the interest to consume it. You just need to have it. Yeah, that's I what I feel. I feel you need to have it. You're not having it to watch it at, at some point. You don't own this because you are going to enjoy it. You may, you can say, say, oh, I may do something all, all the day, but like, I think it's a digital hoarding thing and I'm not, I'm not even doing a bit. I think it's, I think there's some sort of digital hoarding situation where you feel you need to own or curate in your words, all of these films, because you know that they are important or they maybe you have an interest in them, but you, you have the interest more. I think you're more interested in owning them than you are watching them. I think you're, you're more excited by having um, Christopher Lee's Dracula films than you are necessarily sitting down and watching them and then maybe reading about them and just enjoying them. I, that's, what I, that's how I perceive you, Joe, through this exper the experiences of knowing you. There, there has to be some kind yeah, of... Well, I, I, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I was a big DVD collector, so I, I would spend a bunch of money on DVDs and a bunch of space. And this uh, completely took over. So it's like, I have no interest in DVDs anymore. I, I'll just grab uh, the movie and all the special features. When you bought uh, those movies, though, I mean, were, were you watching them? When you would buy a DVD, would you watch yeah, I watched, them? I watched some of them. But again, I would buy much more than I would watch. I'm sure that this, I want is, a big collection. This, this is further exacerbated, though, by the lack of money that you have to spend. And the lack of effort. Yeah. So this oh, is yeah, easy. Anything, you just click I, on it. Anything, you don't have to, like, yeah. you know. You're not worried about getting the best versions. You're just downloading whatever. If it says 4K, ah, this must be 4K. Joe, you know you're the I mean? type of person that only most of the time does things in some way in which you benefit. Now that you you do selfless things from time to time. But this is a lot of work to download all this stuff. The money aside, it's a lot of work and effort to sit there and look through and, and coordinate and match whatever you're doing. There's some yes, benefit. Yes. There's some benefit here to then j just like like a like a caveman being like, ooh, could smack rock together. Rock sound cool. <laughs> you know, I think that here's what I, my guess is, is that you have a presence online in in movie forums that is so important to you. It's part of your personality and part of your being. We don't see it because we're not there. But I think that you're you must be in all sorts of forums. And you like to be the guy. I think you get satisfaction from being the guy that says you either have this stuff or you could give somebody access to this thing. That's hard to find. Am I, am I, I would understand that. I would understand that Joe. If that's I mean, what the, it the, is, you like being the key master yeah, for that's all this, you know, stuff. I understand that makes, I, I understand that. That's I'm just trying to figure out like the Colonel being, it's the man with no brain trying to figure the Joe it, the, between the the need the absolute you know takes up your effort 
to download to own these things, but then it's not necessarily to watch them. That would make sense to me. Well, the biggest aspect of it is, I mean, I basically have a personal Plex library of more film than U.S. Netflix does that is all stuff that's geared towards me. It's all stuff I would be interested in. So, like, the the half second I get into my head, You're not sure if you're interested in it because you haven't watched any of it. No, no. But it's, like, the second I get into my head, like, I would like to watch George Romero's Amusement Park. It's done. It's on the server. I have it. I can, I'll watch it this second if I, if I get that in my head. So it's like, it's all done for me already. But Joe, I can, I can respect the idea that you, you don't want to watch things all the time. Like I get that. Like I get in moods where it's like, I, I will probably go 2022 without watching uh, a war movie because I watched a bunch this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I can, I can fully acknowledge that and accept that. But for you, it's all cinema. It's all everything. So you're putting in a ton of effort for this idea that you may one day do this thing, but I don't think you're going to. So that's why we're so, we're not upset with you for wanting to do this. We just want to understand I'm sure why, to figure it out. why you want, what, how do you benefit from this? Like the idea that you could one day sit down and watch some, some random obscure thing that nobody else has access to. Like that's a lot of work for that one thing. I, I can understand the obsession for this movie, that movie, this documentary, this work print, you know, but this is everything. This is literally every single thing that somebody online has decreed as being interesting, obscure, or uh, you know, critically acclaimed. Like it's, it, I'm looking at your library, and it's 2,033 movies. I know it's more than that because Plex doesn't show me everything if it's in a collection. So you've got yeah, and I've got, I've got my documentaries as well in my TV shows. Yeah, so you've got, I mean, you've got literally hundreds of thousands of hours worth of stuff here. So again, do you? In, in your best estimate or best guesstimate, why, why, what's the satisfaction coming from in this endeavor? And I, I don't think Ryan and I can accept that it's one day you could sit down and just watch something. Well, I mean, the biggest reason why I don't watch movies all the time is I'm not willing to watch a movie unless I'm going to put 100% into it. I won't watch something like paying 90% attention to something. So if I'm going to be at 90, and I'll do a podcast. podcast. You will podcast yeah, without giving 100% of your no, attention. No, no, no. Joe, no, you have uh, to accept You have to accept that, dude. I, no offense. I'm not trying to be a jerk. You have to accept that. You, you, you were giving some part of your brain to organizing your film library. That's just the fact of the matter. I mean, all of us do that from time to time. There are days where we're fucking tired and we're doing a two and a half hour episode of Malevolent Movies we couldn't give a shit about until we have to go over our part and then just the review at the end. That happens. But like... That's what you were just doing, and it's the first non-trial episode we've done in months, and you couldn't <laughs> help yourself. Well, yeah, yeah, I just like clicking things, too. No, Joe. Yeah. Uh, see, see, be honest. Just be honest. It's going to continue to be a battle to get the uh, a show dedicated. Oh, Ryan cut out. <laughs> you were excited to play through your film library, Joe. It's fine. We get it. Like, we know you. We understand that. But we're trying to understand why. Why? Why the library? Well, I just, I like, I just, I like moving things and clicking things. I like clicking. Joe, you don't like, I've watched you sit there patiently before because you're engrossed in the conversation. So I, I just can't buy it. I think that you were, you, you wanted to do your film library. You couldn't wait till we were done recording because, hey, it's been two hours or so now. So I get it. That's fine. <laughs> but just say that that's why it is. You saying, I like to click things. It's like, okay, then just take your hand off the mouse and just tap your knee. Like, <laughs> yeah but ryan you cut out oh i and i i was yeah i was just kind of telling me doing the same thing you were saying you know about that i, I don't know 
I just want, I just want you to think about it, Joe. Like, what is what is the benefit? Because if it if there's something that you don't want to tell us, then just say there's a component to it that I can't tell you because you might be fucking thrown in jail. Like, fine. If the if you think the FBI is <laughs> what, you think to... I've got you think I've got zoophilia porn? Well, now I do. That's not at all what I was saying. No, but no. You, might, you, you might be a part of online groups that's sharing this stuff in mass, and you're worried that you might say something and give it away. And I don't. Who knows? Maybe the FBI is listening to this shit. I don't fucking know. But like, I don't know what your uh, thought is on it. I mean, the FBI is always trying to worm its way into our private groups and our work print trackers and stuff like that. I mean, I haven't named anything that I'm a part of, so I'm not too concerned about that. Okay, yeah. so but is that a part of it then? Is that you just like being in the nitty gritty of this stuff? And because, and let's just say it's arbitrary. Let's just say the way that your brain was formed when you were born, there's something about owning f media, entertainment, that just clicks for you and you'll never understand it. But there's a reason why you still continue to uh, accrue this stuff. No, I mean, there is, like, I mean, one big reason is, like, the FBI, like, they shit, they uh, shut shit down all the time. And there's a lot of obs obscure stuff that just ends up, hey, it's, uh, there's still a toy for it, but nobody's seeding it, and you can't download it anywhere, and now you just gotta hope it comes back up someday. So you missed your chance, you're not gonna have that movie ever. Do you feel the same way about documents, about books, about pictures? Uh, I mean, if it's stuff I'm interested in, sure. I mean, because it, it's just like I'm interested in all these kind of movies. I just, I guess, well, I, I guess I, I what uh, your your need to own movies I don't think comes from love of cinema is what I'm saying. So it, it's it's like what I see is a guy with a humongous record collection who doesn't really listen to music that much, but he might listen to music and he thinks he might like uh, uh, blues uh, a little bit. So he's downloaded every single blues record he can find and he has in his collection he's satisfied because he's like if i ever want to listen to some old blues boom i got it but the guy rarely actually listens to music and from my point of view i i i don't understand that and that's why i'm trying to ask because you do put a lot of effort into the accumulation it's like if, again i'm gonna use a record thing if a guy is going out and putting in a couple of hours uh every day or multiple hours a week uh to uh uh acquire these records to put in his collection um, but then never really listens to any of them but he might someday i'd still be like that's so much effort for someone that i doesn't seem to enjoy what he's got so joe yeah. your time your time on the internet how, how what percent of it do you think is spent on film collection archiving downloading etc what percent of your internet time Oh, probably 30 to 50 percent. That's a lot. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what is the group? What it, and I guess it's just the ownership. You just you like the idea of having access to this film stuff, even though maybe deep down you're not really that into the stuff you're downloading. But you might someday. You have a passing interest in this director because you read about him online but the interest doesn't come because you watched him the interest comes because somebody talked about him so uh, you you, you might have heard tarantino name drop him so you're like okay this is something uh you know i might be interested in but i don't see any the joy comes from the collection not actually enjoying the collection it comes from the collecting not the collection itself no no i is mean that, uh, like is a, that fair 
a lot of it is like I'll, I'll get watch one movie from a guy and I'll be like, okay, I like that movie. I I'll get his entire filmography. Like I have all of uh, Michael Haneke's existing work that exists now. All his German TV productions. I got everything. Okay. I got and every I, movie yeah, Michael Haneke made, and a lot of it's unavailable. And that makes sense. And that makes sense to me. So in my mind, that happens. Then when you've downloaded his filmography, then as soon as you can, or you know, within relative, you watch another one of his films. But well, you don't there's do always that. another director. There's always another one. <laughs> that's what I mean. just, so, Joe, are you just literally fascinating? Are you literally incapable? Is, is this just a, a a problem with starting? You just can't start something. The thought of you just just at random, just randomly picking a movie, uh, like you put a spreadsheet together and you let it go, and here you here you go. You are going to watch. Um, uh, 1998's Afterlife, okay? Yeah. Like, you literally can't wrap your head around just starting something. Is that part of it? Um, yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, I think I have, like, some anxiety about just, uh, just kind of, like, uh, just starting up different stuff. Because it is a lot more comfortable just to, uh, play a video game that you play or, like, listen to a podcast or something low because effort I think on your part. You like because I think video games and podcasts mean more to you than movies. No, no, I think I think what it is is I want to I want to put so much attention on movies that if I'm not gonna be in a hundred percent, I'm not gonna do it right then. But but Joe, I, you have all the time in the world. That's like that's why it sounds like a contradiction for you to say that you have all the free time in the world that you can't find even once a week to just a dedicated opportunity to watch one thing. Whereas the rest of us, like I, we like I said, in, I think I watch about 15 to 20 hours a month. Yeah. I probably watch that in a week or two. Like, and I work and I do yeah. yard work and I go grocery shopping. I do all these and, things. And that, that, that number sounds fine to somebody that just is a passive fan, but you, you've said you've dedicated your whole life and you love cinema more than anything. And so when I hear, yeah, but I only watch 15 hours of movies a month, even though you are constantly amassing this question, it's just the pieces to me, they don't, they don't click together. And that's why I'm trying to, that's why this, for me, this is a, as a person who does collect movies, but I, you know, like I said, I, but I, I do it cause I love fuck the fucking movies. That's why I love that. I love, I, you know, I don't buy how to make a monster just cause I want to have it on my shelf. I want to be able to watch it and I have watched it and, and it doesn't mean I'm going to watch them all right away, but my reasons for owning this stuff are at the end of the day is because I love the film. I love being able to watch it. I love just having it on. Sometimes I will watch 20 minutes of a movie and fall asleep. And then the next day I may not watch the rest of it. I've seen it before, so it's fine. But for that 20 minutes, I was in that world and I love it. And the, I don't know, it's, we're just different in that, in that respect. So as that's why I'm trying to, I'm always, the subject is always, <laughs> it's like, the, it's my white whale. I, I always mm. want to get the answer, the 100% yeah. kernel of truth. From Joe, but maybe there isn't a 100% answer. There, there's, you know. there is an answer that would satiate Ryan and I. And that is, <laughs> if you said, I just like to archive obscure media that I'm worried could be lost to the world, and I want to have it for a rainy day where if the world asks for it, I can provide it, we would get that. But that's yeah. we can look at your Plex and see that that's not what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a very mild part of it. I have about like maybe a hundred movies I would categorize as very rare, where they could disappear off the internet. But most of this stuff never could. It's got Blu-ray releases. But if it disappeared off the internet, I mean, you were 
would it hurt you? Because you, have you even seen it? Does it mean, do the, do the things that disappear off the internet mean anything to you? I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm very into the, the lost media hunt. I mean, uh, we're always just kind of looking for things that existed at one Who's point we? and no longer do. Who is the we? Uh, well, there's a, there's a community for it. It's called Lost Media. But do those people actually enjoy watching the lost media or is it just the idea of unearthing it? I think for the most part, for that, like the hunt's always more fun than whatever the piece is. So I think we kind of somehow got away from it, but I had asked you specifically, what is the online stuff that you're doing that makes this worth it? That's be not the collection itself. Who are you talking to? Because that's you. Okay. So this is something that gripes me a tiny bit about you and the stuff that we do as our group is you constantly talk about the discord. And when you say the discord, because there are many discords, you're talking about Tad's discord associated with, let me tell you about. And you, the, yes, the yes. thing that bothers me about it is that you talk about it like it's a, everybody knows the Discord, you know, it's like it's the hot spot. But you you mean Tad's Discord for let me tell you about because you have a presence there that elevates you above everybody else except for Tad. And you really like that. And that's fine. <laughs> so what is that for you in film collection? I mean, I'm not like a big presence uh, in the scene. I mean, the big scene people are, have been doing this for 20 years. I mean, I could, but like for the most part, they're, they're, the scene is pretty ingrained within itself. I don't need my help. But would you like to be a part of that? Would you like to be a part of that upper echelon of individuals that are in the sharing community? Yeah, I mean, it would definitely be good. Uh, there's like a lot of very, very nitpicky rules in the scene you see you know this not... stuff and we don't oh yeah yeah, yeah i don't so know this you're one and step a lot ahead of stuff of everybody. you download is is mainstream as hell um no. you all those all those all those uh, hammer stuff have been on dvd and blu-ray in 14 different versions yeah, so yeah you're like not said, just you're not just trying you're not just trying to archive you know obscure stuff or lost stuff you're just grabbing kind of anything it's anything that i could possibly be interested in at any point in the future yeah, I, I think as, as much yeah. as I, I am always disheartened by the ends of these conversations, I think we will get to the root of it one day, Ryan. I it's, really that's do. My, that's my thing. I just I need to know. And maybe Joe, will be, you know, maybe it, maybe it changes. Maybe it always changes. Maybe, maybe you don't know why you got to do this. Maybe you just don't know why. It's just this this hunger inside of you to have all of this all these movies and all of the that you but it's not because you love the movies i that's the thing that that that's the thing for me that i'm trying to because i know people who have who have physical collections that that make your plex collection look like uh the rental spot at casey's i mean there are collectors yeah, out sure, there sure i i know them on forums and they've got six thousand pieces of physical yeah. media and, and, and I can't imagine, I can't imagine, but, the, and some of these guys, yes, their idea is about the collection. So, uh, let's say a big movie comes out, um, like Godzilla vs Kong or something, or a star Wars movie that has 14 different versions. You got the target version, you got the Walmart version. Those guys have to own every version. They've got like this endless supply of money and those guys have to own all those versions. And those are the kind of collectors where I see you in that light a little bit. It's hmm. the, it's the ownership and the collectorship. Doesn't matter what the titles are you just want to own it and it's not necessarily some of a lot of these collectors aren't even watching what they buy and and i under you know it's it's sim, that's what i see i think a little bit with you joe but at the same time a lot of these collectors are also 
big movie fans because they're also having major discussions on these titles and what they think, you know, whereas you don't really talk about the film stuff. So that's all. I'm just trying to take what I know in my, uh, in the collector cinema collector world and, and kind of find where you fit. And because you, like you said, you spend 30 to 50% of your internet time, which is your internet time is your time. Cause you're pretty yeah, much always internet to put that much effort into something. I'm just wondering what, what the, what the, the, the reason is the biggest reason is. And it's just, I think it's, yeah, you just, you just like the idea of being able to have it. Joe, can I touch yeah. on yeah, something yeah. really quick? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's okay. Fine. Cause I, I was, I w- I'm picturing you now, not as the man with no brain, but as a wall of an old house and many people have come and gone, they've painted, put up wallpaper, et cetera. And it's chipping away little by little. So the, I think the most fascinating thing about this last hour of this episode is that we've learned that <laughs> you just really can't quite nail it down. You can't at least succinctly explain to us why you have to have this stuff but don't necessarily watch it. But we have learned that you spend only about 15 hours a month watching media most of your time is on the internet. I mean, probably most of your waking time, if it's not with Tad or us, is on the internet. And 30 to 50% of that is the film collection side. So really, I'm starting to wonder now, are you just afraid to, not, not afraid, but I mean, maybe afraid, but are you afraid to be logged off from comfort to just sit there with yourself? Is there something you're afraid to face there because th- for me, for a while now, I've been really sick of editing things, but my life has gotten so much better. So you would think that I would spend more time doing something I, so- I supposedly love. I'm just burnt out. And I've been burnt out from this, this year. I have a job that was fucking slammed because of COVID. So, and it's, it's only going to be like this for the next couple of years. I have a lot of fucking work ahead of me. So um, I've been burnt out, but I have plenty of free time. I'm, I'm nine to, a nine to five guy, weekends off. So I have all this time, but I have had no interest in doing stuff. Like, I just can't commit myself to watching a movie, to playing a board game, to buying a new video game and playing it. It's been really hard for me. And, but I'm also okay with sitting there with myself and also wondering why that is. So are you afraid to explore that part of yourself? Is there any part of you that thinks that? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I want to be comfortable all the time. But is, is part of that keeping your brain locked in to the internet, to the movie collecting, to your video games? Um, no, I don't think so 100%, because I mean, I can be away from the internet for a while and be fine. It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm salivating at the mouth to get back <laughs> online. It's... Okay. Joe, do you, do, do you ever um, have stretches of time where you're not asleep, where you're not consuming, I don't, you know, a podcast or reading on something or, you know what I mean? Just stretches of time yeah. where you're not engaged in anything necessarily. Um, no, like no, instance, I'm always doing something. You know, so you you don't just kind of sometimes just sit and zone so you out. You are logged in. You're like lo- you're you're tapped into something. Well, yeah, I'm either doing something online or doing something in real life. Okay. Let's say you ha- you spend a week in your house and Tad and I aren't available. You're in the house the whole time. Mom's going to give you your chicken tenders, etc. Is there ever a time where you just sit there? Like, not, I'm not saying like you stare at the wall, but like for some reason, is there anything that you do? Where it's like, oh, today I just want to, um, okay, I want to sort my magic cards, but I don't need to listen to something. You just sit there with yourself and your magic cards. No, no, I would be listening to something at that point. Okay. Okay. 
So it's constant. You're constantly like you're you're blasting your brain with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever wonder why? Uh, I thought most people just that's what they kind of did. <laughs> I hate to well, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to laugh at that, Joe, but it's you, you are <laughs> you are a unique individual. <laughs> yeah. I I tell you this, Joe. Um for years if I went jogging or I went walking, if I didn't have headphones and I didn't have something to listen to, usually music um for that activity anyway um it would be unbearable it would be difficult i would wouldn't go as long um but in the last right actually since covid but really a lot this year um i've taken up uh walking for long periods of time and when i say long i'm thinking i might walk for five hours i may walk for six hours um and go and i've been doing it without headphones I take my yeah, phone yeah. because I'm logging the miles and that's it. I'm, I'm not listening to anything. I'm not looking at anything. I'm just walking and thinking and looking around and, and just observing what I see. And sometimes I'm on, I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I'm not seeing anything, but I'm just like walking and it's been, it's been not boring. It's actually, I, I, I find that I find uh, the, it's harder for me now if I'm listening to something. Um, then when I'm just walking with my thoughts and sometimes I have no thoughts, sometimes I'm just completely blank. And I might be zoning out and I'm walking, I walk for three miles and I'm just kind of like in a, in a weird zone, but you know, I've, I've, it's been really beneficial for me anyway, to have stretches where I'm, I'm not engaged in anything, but like whatever's around me crossing the street, you know, getting a drink, we're just walking, you know, saying, Hey, yeah, when I walk by somebody yeah. and, and yeah, I, I'm just wondering if you have any, like I said, any, it doesn't matter. It can't be, you know, whatever length, if you have any moments where you're act, not actively engaged in any sort of consumption of a, of a media, no. a video game, a podcast, et cetera. Uh, no, no. I normally don't just like let my mind wander. I'm normally always doing something, whether that be consuming something or doing something out in the world. So that okay. sounds to me like you're trying to keep something out of your mind. I'm not saying like a, spe a specific thing, but it's like it, like the, the concept of self-exploration sounds like something you have no interest in. Um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, is it, is it because you're worried that it, it, it would have a negative effect on you? No, no, I just got stuff I want to do. Yeah. But none of that is watching movies. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's because it like I, I uh, have to put effort in the watching movies because I want to, I want to like analyze them and like put hundred percent attention <laughs> into them and really yeah. make it a thing, like an examination of an art form. I don't just watch movies for entertainment. It is a well, it's it is yeah, an art do. form for me. Yeah, but that's entertainment. The word entertainment, if, you, if you're doing something and you're getting enjoyment out of it, you're getting entertainment out of it. Mm. Okay, whether yeah, yeah. Whether you're taking it at face value um, and just watching the explosions and marveling at the explosions or you're marveling at the editing or you're marveling at a the commentary, you are get you are watching the movie for entertainment because you're being entertained. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because this unless is you're sitting there, the only time I'm watching a movie and I'm not getting 100% entertainment out of it is when I'm doing my section on malevolent movies only because in that case, I am pausing it. I am writing things down. Um, yeah, and in yeah, that yeah. case, But you're not doing that with a film. So you are watching things for entertainment. Whatever you get out of that that makes you smile was the entertainment value. So it, it kind of reminds me of my cousin one time. My cousin was, was fairly overweight for years and years, and he's been 
in great shape now for many more years. But when he was when he was in that overweight period of his time, if he couldn't have a large, um, and he said this himself, if he couldn't have a large um, helping of something, he wouldn't have any. So if he couldn't have, let's say, a pint of ice cream, he certainly wouldn't want a bowl of it. Almost like, yeah. uh, you know, he thought it was teasing him. If he couldn't have the whole box of Twinkies, he wouldn't want to. He just wouldn't. And sometimes it almost sounds like that with you. You're, if, if you can't sit down and just watch the movie, although nothing is stopping you, but anyway, and watch the movie 100%, you're not even going to want to watch any of it. It sounds a little bit like that kind of thing to me. So, Joe, if you um, if you had something you wanted to do on a given day and then like Tad or I called you and asked you to help us with something, even if it wasn't like labor related and it might be fun, but it's only going to take two hours out of your day. Would that just shut that shit down? Anything else you wanted to do? Would you just be done? No, no, I don't think so. It would really it would just all depend on what it is. I mean, if the thing I was going to do all day was play 10 games of Binding of Isaac, then I would if I was interested in whatever you had proposed, I would go do that and play seven games of Binding of Isaac. OK, well, yeah. okay. and do you see why, Joe, why I would think maybe you don't love uh, movies as much as you say you do, despite the fact that you spend a lot of time downloading them because you have no problem spending hours playing Binding of Isaac, but you find it a hard time to spend 90 minutes watching a movie. So you would, do you see why I, I kind of like meh when you say you love, you profess to be this movie nut and you love it so much, but your, your actions don't show that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like Binding of Isaac is more of a uh, passive thing for me. It's like you, you play the game. Maybe you listen to a podcast while you're doing it. Maybe you take a break in the middle of the run. Are you saying it's, it's difficult hard for you to, to watch a movie? It's, it's hard to be 100% engaged all the time and to get, uh, just kind of uh, keep that, you know, like uh, to get into that mindset. But Joe, you had to play Binding of Isaac for the first time at some point, And then you let that become your comfort food. So with movies, it's a much less, it's a less of a commitment. It could be 40 minutes, you know, it, it could be four hours. So yeah. you, what Ryan's point is, is that you, what you're saying about this difficulty to give yourself to the film, whether it's because you believe it's art or whatever it is, like you saying that you can only do that. I mean, literally maybe a dozen times a year, maybe a couple dozen times a year. That is hard for somebody like Ryan to stomach because you two are at the complete opposite ends of the movie going spectrum. You're both hardcore. Ryan's on the left, you're <laughs> on the right. But Ryan is hardcore on the films can be a lot of things they can be art they can be fun they can be dumb they can be bad they can be great oh, yeah. because ryan ryan doesn't like it when i talk bad about my movies uh, he doesn't he doesn't even like to go out there and dig trenches and bury the bad movies we watch on malevolent movies because he still understands that somebody cared enough to make it whereas you're on the other <laughs> end the of the spectrum anyway. where, where where you love the concept of lauded film filmographies of of directors and things like that and you have to have them whether or not you're going to consume them so you guys are on polar opposites you're both extremes and i'm probably somewhere you know in the middle maybe a little bit more towards ryan sides than yours but hey yeah, Joe, yeah. I, I, i've been having a lot of fun with plex too so i get it but i've watched pretty much everything that's in my plex i mean probably 99.9 mm, percent okay. .9 of everything that's in my plex i don't want to own something unless i'm going to eventually watch it and by eventually i mean probably within six months yeah. So it's just confusing. We And again, like the man with no brain, Joe is not the sun in the solar system. He is he is a stray asteroid 
flying around his own self-interest. We're trying to figure <laughs> out what is the sun of that? What is the core of that universe? We, we don't know what it is. Yeah, we've known Joe for years and have, have seen him in all manner of forms from uh, being participants in projects and partners in projects and just hanging out at all of this. And it, we still, uh, you know, there's a fascination with Joe Buckley. And that's where we're trying to, there's a fascination and a frustration in that one. That's what makes him a never ending topic because we can't mm, just put it, you yeah. can't just get answers and be like, okay, I get it. Well, I feel I know Joe now. And you probably can't do that with any human being, but with Joe Buckley specifically, plus he loves to, to contradict and he loves to, he just, he, he knows what he's doing. You know well, what you're doing, I mean, Joe. I mean, well, I mean, but but humanity <laughs> is a contradiction. I mean, everybody's a contradiction. No, yeah. I don't want to hear this, Joe. I'm tired of that. <laughs> what you, you, you like to make these giant, broad, generalized statements. And for some reason, this society is a contradiction is you say it all the time. But like, you can't give me a co a cogent reason why you use those words in that sequence. Society is a contradiction. What is it? What is a society? First, just explain that to me. And then why is it a contradiction? You took that from somewhere else. Somebody said that they posted it somewhere on the internet, and you love to say it. But why? Well, I mean, I I think I what I just said was like people themselves are like a contradiction. I mean, I you're a I contradiction. Don't know <laughs> Well, no, I agree with that. That's fine, but I think I think almost everybody is. How am I a contradiction? Well, I mean, as a human uh, being, would, I mean, how yeah, am I yeah. a contradiction I mean, as a human being? I mean, would you be able to explain yourself perfectly? I don't, I don't know. No, but I I think that at my age and after everything I've been through, I I can be very honest about who I am. And I, here, I'll 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 throw you a bone, man, with the brain audience. I love Joe. I appreciate Joe. I think Joe can be a lot of great things. And I think Joe can be a lot of things that frustrates me. And Joe can be frustrating in ways that he's earned it, like his time management skills and how he has no regard for other people's. But also, I can give Joe a hard time when he does not deserve it. And it's because I have an expectation of him that's not reasonable for his own self-interest. And also because I'm projecting things onto Joe because it's easy to do that. Because Joe's can be easy to get frustrating, frustrated with, and it's easy to project things. And I, I, I think that Joe and I have privately uh, worked towards a common understanding, and I apologize when I do things that are inappropriate. Um, and I, I feel like we're on good footing right now. Is that correct, Joe, I hope? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Okay, yeah. and I feel like I've been more honest about my shortcomings with you. So like that, that to me is, is I, I, I'm not being contradictory. I'm acknowledging my problems. Me being contradictory to be saying Joe's the problem all the time and ignoring my contributions to that, you know? So I just don't think you even know what you're saying when you say society is a contradiction. I think that it just means something blanket to you. Like, why should I even try? Or why should I participate? I think it's all bullshit. That's what I think you're saying when you say that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, hopefully one day we can we can understand that why why that yeah. that phrase is very common to you. Mm, yeah, <laughs> Joe, are you having a good time? <laughs> oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You finally got your pod, Joe. You finally got uh, yeah, your yeah. pod. Everybody, everybody loves to do therapy as a pod. Have you been missing this, Joe? I mean, <laughs> in all honesty, at this point, this is what you get for the man with the brain, man. <laughs> no, no, I I have been missing doing the show. Okay. I mean, it's just hard, Joe. It's like it, it's been so long since we've done this that it, it it's like, did I think that we were going to get into these heavy handed topics just because 
the Plex server got brought up again? No, I didn't think, <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about Carney Day 2, but here we are. Like, it's just, it's like, it's really difficult to turn this valve off. And Joe, if you ever don't want to talk about this stuff, you have to speak up for yourself, and you no, have no, to. No, no, I'm fine with. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, it no, no, works no. Out but for I'm just saying, I want you. I want us to be on the same page. <laughs> if you don't want to do it, you just Worked have to say not interested in the plex talk, not interested in the film talk, not interested in the self interest talk. Yeah, yeah, okay. So you don't have to do this if you don't want to. We do like that. Oh has yeah, to I, be under, clear. I understand that. I understand that. Yeah. I just want to make sure that you feel like it's on equal footing, and that we're not talking down to you. That we just want to understand it. Like there's plenty like and again, that's why I go to therapy. I'm not even like having a breakdown. I've been going for three years. I love my therapist. I go once a month. I have a good time. Like it's I get to know about myself yeah. a little bit better. I want to improve myself. You know, I don't want to just shut things out. I want to have a better understanding of what the world means to me and, and my contributions to it. And so, yeah, maybe it does sound like therapy sometimes the way Ryan and I talk to you, but it's not because we want to talk down to you. It's just we want to understand. Oh, you. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm asking you questions, Joe. I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily. I, I'll go. I'll be honest. You know, my my opinions on you and your love of cinema and and your knowledge of it are not high, and they never will be. I've already accepted that. Oh, sure, sure. The way you, I, you just don't, you don't really care that much, and that's fine. I, I, I'm just the plex thing. I, I will always, just I want to know, but, um, but yeah, Joe, I'm just asking you questions. What your answers are your own, and whatever your answers are, that's fine. If you, if you, if you turn around and tell me I just download the shit because I can. And whatever, fine. I just I just would have my answer, and I'm just always looking for an answer because that's just kind of my personality anyway. I, I'm I'm always looking for certainty. Um, it's part so of my are you eating right now? Condition? No, no. Okay, no. I thought you were munching on a chip. <laughs> no, no, I'm not eating at the moment. Um, at the moment. I mean, I yes, yes. Uh, I will have to go get food at some point. Um, yeah. But I mean, I I might I might be able to turn this into a kind of big server for people to use. Right now, I can't because of my terrible internet. Um, yeah. I did just buy a uh, thing from Tyler and NAS, which may or may not help out with it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but once I get that up and running, I mean, other people might be able to use it in some capacity, which would be good. Sure. Well, yeah, you're like yeah. a film librarian. If only. Oh yeah. But the, don't don't ask Joe. Don't ask Joe about the books. He's not read and also, but he's don't ask him. me he's for. Him. He's like Joe is me. like. Joe is like this guy who owns this amazing video store, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't watch movies. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's the guy at the counter. He's like, I'm just here for in that guy's case to make a buck. In your case, it is whatever it is. Just don't ask him. But he hasn't seen that animal, but he might watch them. Hmm. He thinks they they sound interesting. Yeah. I also I'll shush you if you ask me for Fast and the Furious Five. I don't have that on my server. Not allowed. Well, jeez, Joe. Doesn't matter. Fast and Furious or someone fired it up. You're not watching okay. either of them, so. Mm. Okay. Hey, I've made peace, I, man, with the Fast and Furious love. Like I've said, they are what yeah. they are, and they do what they do better than anybody else that's trying to do something similar. There's a market for it, and there's nothing wrong with that market. There's nothing wrong with a Big Mac. Yeah. I. There's I, nothing wrong with chicken tendies. I love Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, and uh, you know. As much as I'm not supposed to say it, I don't like the Mandalorian. I'm hmm? sorry. Oh. I, I like I liked the first uh, like half of the first season, but I think that it's just full of uh, fan fiction and fan porn and setups with no payoff. So I mean, I I'm very much in the minority, and I almost never like to admit this, but I, that's the truth. But that's okay. I'm okay with that. Like I don't have to like stuff just because most people like it. You know, so it's okay yeah. for you, Joe, to have 
a very unique and particular feeling about stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. No matter where, no matter who told you it. Yeah, just don't preach <laughs> that your way mm. is the way. There I go, referencing yeah. the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, it's the oh. way. unintentionally, See, especially when what I you're preaching even... came from someone else. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Okay, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, but if you ever do watch any of this cool shit, let's talk about it. I'd like to talk about film if you would watch some of it. That's why we can't talk about it, Joe. That's part of it, I think, that gets under my dander. I'm like, oh, cool. He downloaded Taste of Blood of Dracula. Um, I'd like to talk to you about Taste of Blood of Dracula, but you're not going to watch it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what I would, I, it? Tease me. Uh, I would like to watch Stalker <laughs> at some point, maybe in a week or so. I've got that high on my list. In a week or so. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Joe. Well, you know, whenever you whenever you get around to any of those hammers, just look, pencil me in so we can have a discussion. Mm, I'd like okay. to talk. You know, I lo- I'll like, talk about Hammer all day okay, long. Okay, Joe, do we literally have to force you to watch the stuff that you want to watch? I mean, like seriously, does do you and Ryan have to schedule dates to have conversations, and therefore you have a reason to watch it? Uh, it doesn't even I mean, be for the probably, podcast. Uh, it could just be a phone call between the two of you. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I'm not sure. I I, I kind of get stuff done whenever it's an assignment, but uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I um, only watch movies when they're assigned. No, no, it's not like it's not like I'm a college mm-hmm. student who just needs to do his homework. I mean, I've got the like, I mean, The last time you watched a movie from beginning to end by yourself, it was probably from Malevolent Movies. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. So I have a bad memory, too. I, I have a bad yeah. memory as well. Well, you know, if if you get around to watching any of the, you know, any of these movies that, you know, uh, you know, whatever, let me know. All right. Okay. Just let me okay. know. We'll talk about it. Okay. Sure. Have sure. a little discussion. Okay. <laughs> okay. That'll work for me. All right. I guess that's all I wanted. <laughs> okay. It only took an hour and 42 minutes to get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. Because don't forget, don't forget the first the stuff that Joe ever talked to me about. My first knowledge of Joe on this earth was I thought this dude was a hardcore film nerd because he was dropping Criterion. He was dropping uh, Steelbook. He was dropping the right words. He was saying the right phrases to me. And I was like, hey, all right. This guy knows about Blu-rays and stuff. Da, da, da. And then that's where it stopped. <laughs> that's where the movie mm. discussion stopped. He knows about the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. At the time, I was like, all right, nice. A kindred spirit collector. Because I don't have a lot of those collectors. I'm, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of people in my orbit that are big collectors, you know, to that extent. Where, like, Severin, you know, Boutique Label just had their sale this weekend. And and uh, I'm, I'm scouring YouTube for videos of collectors talking about what they, what they bought. And I bought one thing. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, that sort of Blu-ray collecting excitement because, you know, some of these are the first time these titles have been released officially in America. And I don't have any of that on a personal. I don't know anyone personally that's like that. And so when Joe first came along, I was like, oh, another Blu-ray collector. But yeah. no, no. <laughs> Plex Man, Plex Man came in and invested uh, in took over his body. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just watched Hard Boiled a bit ago. That was good. Well, have, have you seen that there. before? No, no. You had oh, not seen awesome. Hard Boiled before? No, no, I hadn't. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Have, you moved, have you watched The Killer yet? No, not yet. No. That right. just got like a new release by like a bootlegger though that's supposed to be really good. So I got to download that. All right. Well, when you download it, you watch it and let me know. I'm a big okay, fan of the yeah. killer. 
Talk about yeah. that all day long. Okay. Okay. Well, so Joe was a carny for two days. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Remember when Joe was a carny? <laughs> yeah. I, are, are we are we just gonna like probably split up the episodes, or is it gonna be one long episode? Or? I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Huh. Oh boy. Either way, it'll be it'll be fine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so hopefully way, somebody hopefully listen? somebody will like it. Well, and then you can listen to the episode. I mean, most it, it really really depends. Most of because like it's like Joe, I, you I, don't I, listen to our shows. It's okay. I you don't. Yeah. Just d- d- remember what we said earlier about two hours ago. Don't don't lie just for the sake of posterity. You don't listen to our yeah. shows. Very rarely do you do. Maybe I ask you to for something to dig something up, but you don't. You don't casually for your own enjoyment listen back to this stuff. Which is a whole yeah, yeah. other episode we have to devote to. <laughs> we have to do like an yeah. Onion series of episodes where we talk about the Plex and the, the data or movie collection. We have to talk about how Joe doesn't listen back to the own stuff he creates. Why he needs to be constantly inundated with sound of podcasting and whatever. Well, and you know, to touch on it, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, Joe, because I don't know where you stand on it. It's been a little while since I've heard about it. But we, you did mention in the trial series that there was a project you were in the midst of working on, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming you haven't touched it in a while. Um, will we see that? Yeah. Will it see the light I, of day? I mean, that's, that's the big issue with it, is I don't want to go back in and listen to it. Uh, I, I, I'd like to still release it, yeah. Okay. But you don't want to go and edit it? Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's... Well, yeah. my understanding Why? of the editing Joe wants to do is, is it, correct me if I'm wrong, assuming that the audio doesn't drop out in parts of it, you just want to just remove, you know, background noise, line them up so that they're in sync, trim the beginning, trim the end, and just add, slap a theme song on there. Am I right or wrong? No, no. I mean, the last time I spoke, you can, uh, like, I, uh, like, I'm going to go back in and do the whole thing, like, listen to the whole thing. Okay, yeah, I mean, and that's that's what you should do because you never notice what might have happened, especially if you can't hear yourself in your headphones, you know. So it's it's always good to go back and listen. But I mean, you could just drop it as is, and you'd probably be ninety nine percent there. So what's yeah. what's keeping you? Just going back in and listening to the whole thing. Like so, well, and it's like you... once I uh, <laughs> once once I release it, I will I'll I'll ha- I'll kind of have to do one every week for sure. Or every two you weeks or whatever. You, you, you don't have to subscribe to anything. And that was hard for me when we first started doing... I'm still bummed out that Malevolent Movies, the show on YouTube, is basically done. But it's because I know what it takes to do it. It takes literally two to three hundred hours of yeah. work. Yeah. And there's probably maybe 20 to 30 people outside of our friend group that's watching those things. And it hurts. Yeah, it bums yeah. me out because I think we're funny. So it's I either do one of two things. I accept that that's what our audience is and I have no expectations moving forward, or I acknowledge that that's what it is, and I do what's best for me. And unfortunately, it's not good for my health to sit there and force myself to edit those things, especially under a schedule, because I get no satisfaction out of it. And that's not true. I get a little bit. I like watching back. I love watching the old episodes, but knowing what went into it, it bums me out because it's a lot of work. And unfortunately, my expectations are I do want people to watch and listen. It's not just for my friends. Oh, yeah, we... We're not in a vacuum. We don't make stuff. I don't do plays. I don't do movies for them to not be watched. It sucks. Yeah. You know, we, the, you, we can understand why and the whole thing. Oh, there's so much content. Da, 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 da. We can understand that and still be like, it fucking sucks. And it does. 
you know, when you wait, when you work on anything and you put any effort into it and, and then it's a project you like, that makes it even worse. When it's something you're kind of met about, uh, it doesn't, you know, it's like, well, whatever. But when it's something you like and you put effort into it and there doesn't seem to be an audience or you're doing a play and they're like, well, we got a quarter of the audience filled tonight, which is like 30 people. And you've been rehearsing the fucking thing for two and a half months. Yeah. It, you're lying to yourself. If, if it doesn't bother you, if you're like, well, I'm only into it to do it. No, you do it because you are, you, you're, you're doing it for the audience. Um, and you hope the audience likes it, but ultimately you want it to be seen. Nobody makes a movie for it to languish. Nobody makes YouTube videos for no one to pay attention to them. And, 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 you and know, a nice recent equivalent to what Ryan and I are talking about is I was a little bummed out by uh, the output from fans on the uh, last episode of the trial series. I just assumed we'd have a ton of comments. People just, I mean, just wanted to know what they thought. Like, you know, they're bummed out that you took the plea or they like that you took the plea or just some jokes and stuff like that. And not even all of our regulars commented on it, but I think everybody's watched it and that's okay. Like, I'm I, like, I'm not upset that they didn't. It, I, I had an expectation that just wasn't met, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to do the man with no brain because the editing for the man with no brain is mostly the length of the episode itself. You know, yeah. whereas with malevolent movies, it takes me probably twice as long as the conversation is. So I could be putting in six to eight hours and that's a while yeah yeah but yeah. i really like watching those movies and talking about them i don't necessarily like how sometimes things get a little hot and heated on here but i know that the time investment isn't that bad it's not bad yeah. so I, it's not going to stop me from releasing episodes of the man with no brain you know what i mean so it's like you have to make it what's yours and i just thought from what i know about your uh, secret project is it's you it is very much you and so i would hope that you would like to hear you be you yeah yeah i think i think i would enjoy it and enjoy doing it it's uh it's like the editing and then uh just uh being on like uh having the expectations then after you you have to remove that take the expectations yeah. out don't do it for anybody else but yourself yeah i do this because i like hanging out with you and ryan that's why i do it yeah like yeah, it, yeah. it's not a, that's not a slight to the people who listen to this it's just i do it because i like hanging out with you guys same with malevolent movies I can't do Malevolent Movies as it was because it was asking too much of me. But yeah. Malevolent Movies as a podcast, it's even better because, one, I'm participating. But it, but also, it's two to three hours hanging out with you guys and just having fun. And you guys make me laugh all the time. And oh, that's yeah. why I, I love I, doing it. Yeah, I love, I, yeah I'm a fan. Even if the movie's a, a tough one to get through, um, I just enjoy talking about it. You know, I, I mean, yeah. this is to my bread and butter. I would love to be a talking head on Blu-rays too. And, you know, uh, there are people that pop up on documentaries like in the search of darkness. And I'm like, I should be there instead of you, man. You don't know nothing. <laughs> and, uh, you're obnoxious. Uh, but you know, I saw, so that's right up my alley, man. I love talking about low budget and, and genre stuff and getting to, to goof on it and stuff. So I would, even if I would do it, if, even if there wasn't listeners, I mean, and that, I want there to be listeners. I would love for the channel to to have a ton of listeners mm -hmm. to, you know, but at the same time, I, I really enjoy, you know, malevolent movies uh, quite a bit. I love, I, I have a notebook dedicated to it. You know, I keep my notes from the, and I date them and I look back on them like, Oh, remember, uh, <laughs> remember when uh, Joe tried to fuck us with blood diner and he, he shows a cult movie on purpose. Oh, remember that. Mm. And you so, guys have literal trophies and awards to, to, do, to show. For shelf. What, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and that's fun too. So, but, yeah, but Joe, uh, do you like the, your secret project, the individual that you've been working with? Do you like talking with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good to talk to, and yeah, I think we have good chemistry, good energy. Okay, but like, do you enjoy it in the moment? Yeah. Huh? Do you enjoy it in the moment? 
as you're doing no, it. No, no, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah, so do it for that reason. I mean, if it's enough, you know, do it for that. Well, it's also like I don't uh, – if it's if it's not going to go anywhere, it's like I don't want to waste his time. Well, ask it, It's him. just like a bunch of little ask things him. in my mind. Yeah. But you yeah. are the one that's making it go nowhere right now. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah. that, that's just yes. the cold hard truth is that you're stopping it from coming out. The expectation was never on them to do anything beyond join you as a second mic. No, so, no, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, again, hey, if it doesn't see the light of day, that's okay. Like, that is fine. I, yeah. I, it's just, it's it, all of this is in some way wrapped up together. It's it's interesting. Why would Joe go do the Carney thing? Oh, it's because it's family. Family is very important to Joe. Okay, what mm -hmm. else is important to Joe? Collecting movies, but why don't you watch them? Like, it's it, like, there's there's some through line that just, it's very, it's very thin and narrow, but it slips through everything. There's something holding this meat corpse up. So... <laughs> Yeah. We'll get there one day. Yeah, mm. we're mad scientists. We're mad scientists in a 50 sci-fi movie. And, you know, our science may, be, make, may make no sense. It may be all made up, but we're still using it. And we're still going to find the core of this monster. We're still going yeah, to figure out how to... Yeah, I We're still going to figure out how to stop the grasshoppers from, from devouring Chicago. And that's, that's you know, that's the, the core of the man with no brain. And a few goofs in the meantime. Then my internet breaking. Oh, oh. No, you're no, 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 you're all oh. good. You're all good. We were all that's just awesome. reflecting. That's its own character now. I appreciate that that's its own character. My the, yeah. the thing cutting out has become its own thing. Yeah. It just wants to interrupt a little bit. The mic does. It's, I mean it's, it almost I don't even get irritated once. as much. Yeah, yeah. I don't mm -hmm. even get as irritated. I just go, okay. And I just sit and I see the boxes <laughs> go back and forth. I'm like, okay, Joe's talking now. Oh, Tyler must be talking now. And then I wait yeah. for the thing to pop up or a voice. And I'm like, all right, here I am again. Yeah, I'm, I'm for some reason I, I decided to go back and look at because uh, not as many people watch um, or listen to malevolent movies as they do The Man with No Brain. Um, it, in fact, it's probably about one sixth or one seventh as many people. But I was curious, what is our most popular episode of malevolent movies? And it's fucking Christmas with the Dead. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> yes, that's frustrating on the podcast really? side, not, not necessarily via YouTube views. Oh, okay. Um, but on the podcast side, that has been downloaded the most. I wonder yeah, why that odd, is. It's odd because that's uh, that's like the middle of a competition. So it's like, who yeah, knows? That... Maybe people are looking up Christmas of the Dead. Close that... movie that's not. Yeah, that has no real. You know, it's it, it's not a. I mean, yeah, it's got some names attached to it. If so, fans of those guys may search it out. But in general, nobody's clamoring to learn about Christmas with the Dead. It's yeah. not one of the more popular title that we've covered. So the top it's interesting. three are Christmas with the Dead, the Big F. And then mm. Sleepy Hollow High. Like Sleepy Hollow High I get because we've done yeah. a lot of supplementary material on that and it's the oldest. But like for the big F to be second best or second most downloaded, like why the fuck is That's the big weird F too. There? Yeah. That's weird too. Yeah. Maybe there's and just maybe a lot of people out there. Heat. Maybe there's uh yeah, well, maybe. Maybe there's just a lot of people out there that are looking for the episodes with the worst movies that we covered. Because I don't think, you know, uh, the big F, we were all pretty much universally pan. We yeah. panned that one. And then, and, and then, Joe's uh, not even on that one. So, like, none of his fans are, are probably yeah, there. Yeah. So it's not, yeah. It ain't coming from the, the Joe Pond. So, <laughs> bunch of Joe tadpoles. Bunch of piranha just waiting to eat, just waiting to chew at Joe's belly. Oh, and uh, just a little bit of a goat leg. I, I, I know Joe's feeling better because one, he's amped up a little bit, but also I hear the clicking again. So welcome back, hey, Joe. I, no, no, no. <laughs> I am signing into Leatherbox to make the Malevolent Movies list. I forgot about that. 
Uh, wait, so like, oh yeah, that's I, a good I don't idea. know much yeah, about Letterbox other than it's a place for like film aficionados to share what they watch and do. So, yeah. do you need access? To, like, should you be using the Malevolent Movies Gmail account? Like, I think it'll just be fine through me. Uh, all it really is is like people put up like fan lists of like different like podcasts or TV shows, and it's like here's everything they've mentioned or every episode yeah. they've done, uh, the, every movie they've done an episode on. It, it it's like a nice, if, easy, convenient way. Would it be better if it was under the Malevolent Movies account or banner? I don't know. I'm asking. It it could possibly be. I could do it that way. Okay. Well, yeah, I would say yeah. Don't put it under a Joe Buckley or any individual. Put it as malevolent yeah. as malevolent movies because I listen to Pure Cinema podcast, um, and they do you know they'll have Tarantino on maybe once or twice a year, and he uh, between the three of them because they're all you know obviously Tarantino, but the other two guys are very knowledgeable film people, and the titles they name drop are like rat tat 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 tat. So what they do then because the fans can't write them down so fast, they will make a list of here's all the movies we either referenced or talked about. And then you can go right to their letterboxed, you know, you type in pure cinema or whatever, and boom, there's all the titles and you can click on them and do whatever you will. It's if it's just a list of um, when they did the samurai movies, there was just a long list of martial arts and samurai films. And you could just pick and choose, you know, if you just want a comprehensive list. So I don't think it would hurt to have malevolent movies. You know, here's a here's a list of all the titles we've covered in case a fan of the big F that exists out there that fucking loves the big F and wants everything to do with the big F comes across that list and it's like, oh, the big F, what is this? Uh, Malevolent movies, okay, I got to hear this, you know. Since we're doing more and more podcasts and we're getting more and more titles, you know, we've got yeah, a yeah, yeah. decent, I think it makes really sense, decent yeah. list at this uh, point. Joe, I, I just created an account, so I'll share the information with you. Oh, okay, cool. Can you, do, do like, can you create, like, a, a company account or a business account or something, or is it just, like, pr personal? I'd like to say it's just personal. I I'm not sure. There could be a way to make a company account, but I okay. haven't really seen anything like that on Leatherbox. Okay. All right. Well, I, I but, yeah. Made it. Uh, if you follow us on my level of movies, uh, look for us on Letterboxd. There you go. Ooh, yeah. There you go. Well, Joe, what what a weird and wacky day this has been. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I woke up too early. I, I did an episode on the Carnies. I did an episode about Plex. I gotta go. I gotta go masturbate real quick. Ugh. It just doesn't take I, long. It's it's tough. I ain't spanked it in like three days. Okay. Well, I mean that's good for your cousin's house. I'm sure your cousin. Uh, what's what's his name? Zach. Wilbur? Zach. Zach, I'm sure Zach, uh, if, if he ever hears this, will be appreciative. Real quick before we go, has Zach or any of these guys listen to you or Tad uh, on the podcast? Yeah, some of the family listens. Does this guy Zach listen? Yeah, he's listened to some episodes. Is he going to listen to this one where we made fun of his family's carnival? <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> All right, I just wanted now, now, uh, just not, not to totally cover our, our butts. I don't want to be uh, a societal <laughs> contradiction here. Now, I we we don't actually think that the carnival is shit. It. It, it's totally scaled to what's happening there. And if you guys yeah. make money doing something that you like doing and it's, it's the, Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Like 95 let, years. Yeah. 95 don't let us like, take the piss out of you. We're having a good time. The big fascination is Joe Buckley went to work voluntarily. How the yep. fuck did that happen? Yep. You guys yeah, have something. You guys have some sort of power. Yeah. Abuse it. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if I'll be coming back. It, the drive sucks ass so hard. <laughs> sucks ass. Well, maybe so once hard. a year. 
You maybe, look at it maybe. as a road trip. You look at it as a road trip. You're going to, you're driving four hours to go to Wally World for two days. You just happen to do a little extra at Wally World. Yeah, you work the games, yeah, yeah. But it's still a vacation. Yeah, I give people the common candy. Yep. Yeah, it's still a little bit of a vacation for you. You had a road mm, okay. trip. You had a weekend trip. Not that bad. You, did you, you have fun with Tad? Yeah, yeah, we had some fun. We were going to go look at the arch, uh, but we just ran out of time. We got up too late. That sucks, because I would have liked to hear that. I I, I would love uh, a Joe on the Road uh, episode someday, where you and Tad or somebody, you go somewhere and you do some sightseeing and you take some pictures of tourist attractions and you you report. We get the Joe Buckley report. What's the arch like, according to Joe Buckley? Oh, yeah, what does the arch taste like? Did you give the Abe Lincoln statue a kiss? Well, maybe so. Yeah. You know, maybe this fall, maybe this fall, you, you, you and Ted get together and you, you drive to uh, Salem, uh, Massachusetts, which is the big, you know, uh, Halloween every year. It's a, it's a huge thing. So, and you, okay. you report back to us, you know, in October. Yeah. I just want to see if I can find a witch, maybe. Well, <laughs> but it's just like some old lady with a wart on her nose. And I'm like, she's a witch. Burn her. Burn her to death. Throw rocks <laughs> at her head. Throw cinder blocks at her head. She's a witch. Well, don't don't tell us all everything. Don't you in case you do it. Don't use all okay. of it. I understand. I'm sure, I understand that, that. I'm sure this would be would be repeated. Yes, a little bit. That's okay. <laughs> all right. People like the same thing over and over. That's why the Big Bang Theory is so big still. <laughs> Watch a little TV, Joe. Get caught up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that show Friends about the Friends. Yeah, they hey, they'd still be going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you have no yeah. idea what you're talking Seinfeld about. Seinfeld would would still be going if they didn't quit. I mean that's, I, that you can say that about anything. Yeah. The Titanic just, would I'm... still be going if it didn't quit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People wouldn't have shot holes in it. Joe's teeth would still be, still be clean if he brushed them. <laughs> mm. And that's that funny, Joe, that's called funny. a callback. Yeah. Okay, I understand. They're so clean. They're always so clean, except for a day or two, maybe. Da, 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 da. <laughs> there you have it. The man with no brain. Episode the big thirty episode isn't that thir- episode thirty? Yeah, I, you know I Ooh. think I will split this into two. So episode thirty and thirty-one, we'll do the carnival talk and then the post-carnival talk. Yeah. All right. So we've hit the thirty and the three-one, and we're just man, we're just chugging along. If you like along. the show, if you like the show, hey, let, let's do a little sharing. Let's share the channel. Yeah, maybe. Every every know. man with a pot belly, you know, give him a link to this podcast. I'm sure that he will enjoy it. He will enjoy it to his heart's content. Do you know anybody with a Plex account that likes to download a lot of stuff? Send them this episode. Maybe they'll mm. find a kindred spirit in Joe Buck. Maybe Just, maybe I'll get some new links. I'm always looking for new links. There you go. Share it so, with people like, with similar sensibilities. Don't give it to your mom. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, you know the audience. You've listened, you know. You know who's going to hang yeah. with me with no brain and those who are not. I, I think my dad had to stop listening just because of all the, the cum talk. Well, well that's coming from blame you, but yourself. <laughs> No, yeah. no, no, I understand. No, I'm saying I, I scared him off. Yeah, it's too fun for me. Well, yeah, and all the references to you uh, making love to his wife, i.e. your mother and your sister mm-hmm. and all the incestual things mm-hmm. that you yourself uh, prompt. Yeah, the time I'm I sure, kind of masturbating sure there were a lot in the of living room. There were a lot of landmines yeah. uh, for, for uh, the patriarch of the Buckley family when it came to the no brain. He finally mm-hmm. stepped on one and he's out, so... Yeah, with I kind of masturbating in the living room and shared, shared it with the world. Yeah. So, so there you have it, uh, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and uh, we have many more adventures, hopefully, with Mr. Buckley as uh, the days progress. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>